One day, a man by the name of Hussein, the grandson of Abu Hamza Thamali, you know Dua Abu Hamza Thamali, the Dua that's created in the month of Ramadan. He says, I wanted to visit Imam al Hussein, but I was extremely afraid. I was scared. He said, I arrived in the midst of the night on a dark night. I found the grave of Imam al Hussein. I was about to go, I was about to give my visitation. I was stopped. So obviously, he was scared. He said, I'm not going to take no risks. Let me go back. He said, I went in hiding. A few hours later, I came. And I was stopped again. But this person stopping me was gentle. I knew it can't be one of the people of Bani Umayyah who are stopping me. So... Who is this person? So I asked him, why are you stopping me? Don't you know there's going to be a sunrise? And if the sun rises, I cannot be here. I cannot finish my ziyarah of Imam al-Hussein. Allow me to visit Imam al-Hussein. This is in the book, Jama'ul Ziyarat. By Ibn Quliwayh. An authentic book. He says, I am an angel designated to guard the grave of Imam al-Hussein. So why don't you let me? Because Musa has been given permission to come and visit Imam al-Hussein. Musa Kalimullah is here visiting Imam al-Hussein. He's being honored here. The hadith says every prophet and every messenger of God seeks permission. Seeks permission. It's not like, you know, Mexico or Hawaii, or Alaska, or South France, or Italy, that you just book your flight and you show up there. No. Prophets of God, Ibrahim, Musa, Isa, angels. Hadith say, those are not my words, angels queue up for a hundred years before they're given permission to visit Imam al-Hussein, to descend on his grave. What happened that you were chosen to be here? You were given permission to be here. We're, we don't live close to Karbala. This is our Karbala. Assalamu alaykum ya Aba Abdullah, here I am. Imam al Hussein's wanted you to be here. He's chosen you. You are blessed. One day, and I want to continue with this, one day a person comes into the presence of Imam al-Sadiq, Muawiyah ibn Wahab. Not the Mal'oon Muawiyah. No, this, this Muawiyah, salamullah alayhi. He is a good Muawiyah. He was one of the companions of Imam al-Sadiq. His name happened to be Muawiyah. He said, I entered onto Imam al-Sadiq. He was praying. When he finished his salah, he went to sujood and he cried until his beard was full of tears. He said, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, O oh, you the one who has chosen us, O oh, you the one who's chosen the last messenger of God from us, you've given us knowledge, you've given us authority, 
You've given us love in the hearts of the believers. Oh Allah, forgive me. Listen to this, subhanAllah. Allahu Akbar. Those are the words of Imam al-Sadiq, your Imam. Forgive me and my brothers, the visitors of the shrine of Imam al-Husayn, my grandfather Hussein. He calls them his brothers. And Imam al-Sadiq prays for them. Imam al-Sadiq asks for forgiveness for them. A few nights ago, I told you an unborn fetus, because it's sinless, it's pure, it says to Allah, I won't enter paradise without my mother. And Allah says, yes. He honors an unborn child and grants the mother Jannah. Imagine the dua of Imam al-Sadiq. Forgive them. Then he continues to say, oh Allah, they have left their homes. They have left their comfort. Despite the odds, despite our enemies mocking them. They have made this journey. They have spent their money. They have gone out of their way. They have endangered themselves. Why? Show us love. To show their devotion to us. Oh Allah, then he says, have mercy upon those who walk towards the shrine of Hussein. Oh Allah, have mercy upon those who left their families behind to visit Hussein. Oh Allah, send your mercy upon those who spend their money going to the visitation of Imam al-Hussein. Oh Allah, have mercy upon those who put their cheeks on the grave of Hussein. Oh Allah, have mercy upon those individuals who were sunburned walking towards Hussein. And then he says, Oh Allah, I entrust them to you. You take care of them. And if they were to die in the process, Oh Allah, you must quench their thirst on the day of judgment. You know what the hadith says? The hadith says when Imam Hussein was slain, his ruh, his nafs, his soul ascended to the arsh of Allah, to the right side of the throne of God. I don't know what that means. All I know is it Closest entity to the Almighty God subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because God is not sitting on a throne. This, I don't think the and mujtahids and fuqaha can explain to you what that means. Right? So the hadith says, Man zara al-Husayn kaman zara Allah fi arshah. It just cannot get more phenomenal than that. If you visit Hussein, it's as if you visited God on his throne. Those are not my words. And some people say, say it, this is such an exaggeration. How could this be? <laughs> A person comes to Imam al-Sadiq and he says to him, Ya ibn Rasulullah, I've come to, I've, I've just returned from Hajj. Imam al-Sadiq says, how many Hajj have you gone? 
He says 19. He says, do one more and it will be equivalent to one ziyarah of Imam al Hussein. Do one more and it will be equivalent to one ziyarah of Aba Abdullah, Sayyid al Shuhada. Why? Why is God so generous with Hussein? You, you want to know why? Because there was nothing he could have given more. Imam Al-Mahdi says, As-salamu ala al-jism al-salib. How can we even translate this? They even took his clothes. He had children. He gave all his children. If he had 70 more, he would have given them. If he would have had 7,000 more, he would have given them. And throughout the whole process, he says, إِنْ كَانَ هَذَا يُرْضِيكَ فَخُذْ حَتَّى تَرْضَى إِلَهِ رِضًا بِرِضَاكَ Oh God, I am pleased. Thank you for choosing me. He did not flinch. He did not hesitate. You're the followers of Hussein. How can we ever go back to sin knowing that maybe our name will be erased off those who Imam al-Hussein wants to invite to Karbala?